The greatness of a community is most accurately measured by the compassionate actions of its leaders, members, and contributors. Every week, your host, CEO of Two Small Men with Big Hearts, Stu Starkey, shines the light on a community to raise awareness of their leaders, members, and contributors. So together, we can create positive impact, inspire change, and help those in need of assistance at a grassroots level. Welcome to the community of Big Hearts. Welcome, everybody, to the first episode of the community of Big Hearts with Yours truly, Ryan Caligari, and the star of the show, Stu Starkey. Stu, how's it going, my man? Very good. Very yeah. good to be here. Thanks, Ryan. Right on. So uh, we're kind of doing this in a little bit of a reverse order. Uh, Stu and uh, I have been recording all of our guests, and of course, we leave the very first episode, episode 00, zero to last. But uh, yeah, so my man's got some experience behind the mic now. <laughs> How you feeling? I'm feeling good. I, I'm nervous all over again. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> always happens that we'll, way. We'll get through it. Um, yeah, it's exciting to get back behind the mic and mm-hmm. keep telling the story. Absolutely. That's what it's about. Yeah. So with the very first episode, I kind of want to introduce you um, to Stu Starkey. Introduce you to who is this guy? Why is he interested in community? Why did he start the show in the first place? So why don't you actually just give us a quick intro to who you are like people don't know you right now so who is Stu Starkey well I'll start with um the two small men story Mm. and how we got into this and then we can get into the Stu Starkey story if it's interesting enough but uh (laughs) um I've been doing two small men for uh 10 years now and and got into this business as kind of a means to an end to to make sure that our, our family's taken care of financially for for our lives. And um, we've been fortunate enough and worked hard enough that um, we're, we're getting close to that. Mm. So um, I sat down with um, my business partner, uh, Addison, who, um, uh, who's come, come along. He joined me a, a few years after I started and we had a good conversation talking about the purpose of our business now. Mm. And we we used to, or I used to be really motivated each day to achieve the goal I was just talking about. But, but now uh, the motivations are changing. And we realize that what, what gets us up in the morning, gets us really excited, is the giving back to our mm-hmm. communities that have helped us so much achieve our goals. Mm-hmm. So... Um, we we changed our company purpose. Love it. Um, and mm. we changed it to be um, uh, making sure that we're supporting our communities mm. in a sustainable way through using our business, our infrastructure, mm-hmm. um, and our skills and experience, and our team who all care about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so changing that purpose has is, is really flipped our, our perspective and given us a new energy and, and man, it feels good. Oh yeah, and, and we're Absolutely. just at the start. We've been doing this for, um, I guess, almost two years now, mm-hmm. and we're really starting to see some traction now. And um, I love which, that, which brought us here. Of course, and again, changing your purpose. Purpose is really important. And you and I talk a lot about purpose, whether it's from a company perspective or a personal perspective. And it's all important for all of us to have purpose. As individuals, have purpose so we know where we're going. But as a business, it's even more important. And the reason why I say it's more important is because you have a lot of people working for you. Mm. And what takes something, an organization, from just being a place of work, a 
place I go pick up my paycheck, a J-O-B, to being something greater is by having a really well-defined purpose. Simon Sinek talks about having your why, understanding your why, start with why. That's exactly what redefining your purpose is all about. And making your purpose in service by giving back to the community is a noble purpose. And I think that's something that adds meaning to people's lives. And through talking to you and Addison, I know that's increased your, I don't know, it's almost added a new life to the business and it makes you excited again. Yeah. That's a beautiful thing, man. Well, one of the, um, I suppose what we didn't think about as a really positive consequence of doing this is getting our staff involved and Mm. telling them about it. And when we're interviewing new staff, um, it's something that uh, most or all staff light up about Mm -hmm. and, and getting them passionate and motivated to uh, make more impact absolutely so what we um more recently what we decided when we realized that was an unintended consequence Mm -hmm. was we made that a policy for our company nice we we um we made sure that one percent of our staff time uh paid by the company is uh uh our staff going to the community Mm -hmm. and supporting initiatives that they're passionate about. Mm -hmm. And the only thing we ask is that they uh, take some pictures Mm -hmm. and write why this is important to them. Love that. To ensure accountability for the staff, uh, taking this seriously and and making sure that they're having an impact in the community because we know them Mm -hmm. and and we know um, our our team in general that if they do that and, and do it, uh, the way that we're hoping they will, they'll get something out of it oh, too. Absolutely, they will. So, um, I love yeah, that. We're, we're we're really excited about that, mm-hmm. and, and just starting to get some of these write ups roll in. And Beautiful. Each time we do it, it uh, gives us a little jolt. That's great. Having other people fall in line with that purpose is very important, but it's also really important when organizations set their purpose, when they define where they want to go, what they want to be. It's not a bad thing that people don't align with that. In fact, it's a good thing because then you start to get rid of some of the people who don't align with that purpose. And that is also, you know, an unintended benefit where you are attracting the right team, attracting the right kind of people. That's the reality. I'm sorry. It's an organization. People come, people go. But when you define a very clear purpose, you're attracting the right kind of people because people are coming to you for that reason. I think that's awesome. And again, to see people really jumping all into it and going right into supporting their community, man, that's exactly what you want out of it. Oh, so fulfilling. And it it's, means so much more than money for, for everybody it involved. Does. The important part about um, about this and a really important word in our, in, our, in our mission statement and purpose is sustainability. Mm. So we need to run a business that does uh, sustain profits each year so there's no risk of these programs failing. Mm-hmm. We want to take initiatives on that's going to support consistently mm-hmm. the initiatives. So we do need to run an efficient mm-hmm. business that's providing value for our customers and the business. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's we keep that in perspective as well. It's not it. just a charity we're running. It's a mm-hmm. business. But if we run the business well, we'll keep doing more and more of the community stuff. Absolutely. And great inspiration to other companies out there who are looking to reignite the reason why they built the business in the first place and finding purpose is one of those things that Stu has done your partner Addison has also done I want to give Addison credit as well too Mm -hmm. right it's a partnership and so both of them have done this uh, in an attempt to again reignite the business give them new renewed focus and uh, I love where it's going but for for those go ahead go ahead please 
those though for those business leaders that are listening i i can't um uh, talk about this enough that it really does change your business hmm. um and and um so what what we did again when we realized that this was working we started to set goals and milestones to this mm-hmm. and we are so excited uh, about some of the goals that we've set mm-hmm. Um, so year one, we wanted to do over 60,000 in donated services. Mm-hmm. And that was just kicking it off. Yeah. Um, year two, we're going to be well over $100,000 in, awesome. in donated services. Awesome. Uh, that's 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, our, our goal, um, our big, shiny, uh, audacious goal. I love it. Is a uh, million dollars in donated services by 2023. Awesome. Um, and that's through the Community of Big Hearts podcast. That's why we're here. We mm-hmm. want to encourage other businesses to do the same. And Two Small Men is going to match mm-hmm. those donated services uh, up to $500,000, uh, totaling over a million dollars in donated services for the community. And we think that is so important to do. Um, I remember going back to university and, and learning about economics and you mm-hmm. learn about economies of scale but you also learn about diseconomies of scale mm. and I believe that diseconomies of scale is much less of a thing nowadays with technology mm-hmm. it, it had to do with um, information traveling through a big organization and not getting to the the peripheral right. people as you get bigger mm-hmm. but that's not an issue anymore mm-hmm. with the uh, availability of technology to communicate with so many larger people within an organization Mm -hmm. the information flows better so what's happening is the consolidation of business and in turn a consolidation of wealth Mm -hmm. and those that are consolidating are obviously doing a good job they're efficient running the business and they deserve the accolades and and the absolutely the profits that they're they're accumulating but what's an unintended consequence is that um uh we're we're pooling those resources Mm -hmm. and these really efficient operators, I think, have a responsibility to return that to the communities. Mm-hmm. And if we don't, the system's going to break. Mm. E- even if you're completely self-interested, um, I think you have a responsibility to keep the system going that's uh, rewarding you so so uh, fruitfully. That. What a great message, man. What a great message to, mm-hmm. to share with other leaders out there, other business owners, folks who are doing... Something that, again, it takes a lot of effort, a lot of time to build their business, but to incorporate community in there, which is why, we, you know, you started this show in the first place, right? Why, why we started talking about this. And as you and I continue to talk and evolve the concept, the community of big hearts is something that has added new life to you, to Two Small Men with Big Hearts, the company that uh, you and Addison run. Mm-hmm. So tell the audience, because people want to know what is exactly the community of big hearts why did you start this show in the first place tell us a little bit more about that yeah okay thank you um community of big hearts is um a charity offshoot from two small men with big hearts uh, and we started it because we know we wanted to do something bigger um we knew that giving back and moving services through two small men was was something that was great we realized that there's um we could motivate others to do the same. Right. We know that there are others out there that deliver their set of skills really efficiently. Um, and it doesn't cost them very much to have a huge impact. Mm-hmm. So the idea of the community of big hearts is to highlight those that are, are 
doing a great job in their community um, with little resources and having great impact. Mm -hmm. And then go talk to business leaders and say, look, you got 100 times the resources. Mm -hmm. Let's see you do this. I challenge you to do the same. Love it. Um, So uh, we we want to talk to those people that are the doers. Mm -hmm. We want to talk to the people that are the business leaders Mm -hmm. and challenge them. We want to talk to the really successful organizations that are mm-hmm. giving back to the community, mm-hmm. um, you know, like the the Can Use of the world Absolutely. that we got lined up here, and the Absolutely. Change Makers, and mm-hmm. and those organizations that we're we're so happy to have met and, and proud right. of. That's right. Yeah. So some of the guests that um, we've we've attracted to the show, again, we've really pulled them into three different categories. You have your community leaders, individuals who are leaders in their company or in certain companies, leaders of certain initiatives, um, different organizations they run to try and drive change, drive impact in the communities that they serve. Leaders. Second one, community contributors. Individuals who are setting up not-for-profits, for example, they see there's a problem in their community and they're trying to drive change. No matter how big or how small, they're trying to drive change. And we have community members. Community members are in the middle and they are doing something that um, that they, 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 they might certainly just be existing and just going about their day. But there's that point in their life where they either make the decision to become a contributor or a leader and they're going to drive some change in their community. And I truly believe that if we want change, it comes down to the individual members being dissatisfied with something or being inspired by something to become a contributor, lead a not-for-profit, lead an initiative, or become a leader run an organization they're both very very closely related to each other and i just can't wait to bring on these different people's the the different individuals the community leaders the community contributors the community members and see how they have evolved to see the change that they've done and that to me is the most inspiring piece to inspire others you know we just had an election um in uh in 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 canada not that long ago and People look to our government officials to drive change. Mm. I believe if we want to drive a lot of change, it does start at this community level. Look at the people that we've already talked to. Look at the people you've talked to. They're driving change in their communities. You want to drive change, government's a part of that for sure. But we want to inspire others to drive change in their communities as well. I think from my experience uh, watching government, um, you have to lead by example. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, typically things aren't programs, initiatives, policies aren't going to get undertaken unless they see a, um, uh, the population supporting it. Yes. So I believe lead by example, if you have the resources and the skill sets, there's no reason to, to not do it. Um, for all the reasons that mentioned Mm -hmm. before. Absolutely. Absolutely. One of the things that, um, uh, kind of another story, a, a tangent here. Love it. Um, Addison and I were invited to go to Japan hmm. to go see uh, our truck manufacturer, mm-hmm. uh, Hino. And it was really neat to see that. But our, our favorite part of the trip was when they took us to Okinawan Islands. Oh, wow. And Incredible. part of the tour was um, talking about their culture, mm. why it's so successful, and why it's led to the longest living human beings on mm. the planet, especially mm-hmm. the females. Mm. Um, and the reason is, um, the number one reason, they identified five reasons. Interesting. But the number one by far is purpose in their community. Hmm. And the females live so much longer because it is the grandmother's role 
to pass on the family recipes and cultures hmm. to the, the granddaughters primarily. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have this sense of belonging, mm. sense of purpose. And so that all these things hmm. kept lining up for Addison and I have hmm. this conversation around community. And um, I mean, we're involved, like we move about 10,000 people a year now. Mm-hmm. And um, in and out of communities, mm-hmm. and, and these people are supporting us. Most of our moving is local moving, right? Um, so we really feel a strong tie to those communities, mm-hmm. and so all these things kind of lined up. Whatever the stars, whatever and we keep <laughs> seeing and hearing these conversations, and we thought, let's just do something about it. I love it, man. I'm yeah. glad you told that story because such a powerful story. And um, Knowing very well the the island of Okinawa, it's the birthplace of uh, Shotokan karate, and I've mm-hmm. done karate for so many years, different types of martial arts, and it's one place, one place that I want to go. And it's after amazing. you told me this story, um, that's definitely somewhere where I do want to go. Go see the rice fields and see people working there. Just spend like a month in Okinawa it would be incredible. So there's definitely a lot of stimulus, a lot of reflection that you can get from going to a place like that. For, for those that are interested, I just remembered the reason number two and three why they live. Let's hear it. I'm curious is um, number two was not eating until you're full, but eating until you don't feel hungry anymore. Ooh, interesting. That was inter- that was number two. And number three was this seaweed superfood that they all mm. eat that's like just local to that area. Mm. So there's not much we can do about that living here. Yeah, uh, yeah. But um, certainly the overeating thing, <laughs> which you've been coaching me on a little bit, <laughs> is... is uh, is a way to improve your longevity and your health and, yeah. and probably your happiness. Too. I was going to say, I can go on a deep tangent about that <laughs> one, but I'm going to hold that back for another episode. Sure. <laughs> but I do want to, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I do want to dig into more about you again, mm-hmm. because you are the host of the show. So people are going to see you on a, on a more regular basis. They're going to get to know you a lot more frequently. And, uh, Hopefully they're going to like you. I don't know, you're kind of a likable guy. I don't know, maybe a little bit. Some days. <laughs> but Stu, um, you know, you as an individual, um, when you and I were first first uh, introduced to one another, you know, you're just uh, from my uh, don't let your head get too big here, man. But you're just one of those individuals that that I love being around. You got great energy, great personality. You know, you're authentic. And, uh, you know, anytime that, that I'm with you, it helps bring me up, man, brings me up. So, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's great to have great people around you and, uh, you're just one of those people. And I think it's just maybe how you were brought up, uh, maybe some of the, the, the adversities you faced in life. And as I get to know you more, I get to know more about the individual who is Stu Starkey. But, uh, before we actually get to know Stu Starkey a little bit, we got to get to know the team that surrounds Stu Starkey because <laughs> it's one of these things. And she's laughing I, right now. She's behind the camera. She's I, mu- I much prefer this topic the, the team <laughs> rather than talking about myself. I know you yeah. do. You don't like talking about yourself, but yeah. it's funny because you're going to watch these interviews and you're not going to see the people behind the camera or underneath the camera, what have you, but hold on a second. Let's, let's just get raw and dirty on this one. Hold on. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, introduce you to uh, the first individual. Hey, Sam, how's it going? Hi. <laughs> She's like, get that camera off me. <laughs> and look, we got the other star right down there. That Nimble. is, who is that, Stu? Nimble. That is? Producer Ryan. Go on, I know you're shy. Go on. So shy. Hey, baby. Go on, Nimble. That Can is Nimble. There we go. And so, people don't know. Ugh. People don't see that when they're going to be watching frequently, but... I want to take a minute just to introduce you to the team behind Stu. 
and why this team is so important. Obviously, you know, nimble Sam, um, you know, kind of sets the stage. Um, I didn't even know this about you when I first met you. Um, mm. But, you know, you are a CEO. You're a mm. leader, an athlete. Um, you know, you're a mediocre fantasy football player. I don't know. Your teams could be doing a little <laughs> we'll see, bit better. I can't wait to join your league. We'll, we'll teach <laughs> yeah, you a few no things. Kidding. Yeah. Teach me a thing or two. <laughs> but tell me a little bit about your story and tell me about the team and, and, and why you got sure. this team with you. Sure. Um, so I, I am blessed to have uh, this team in this room and, and a few others uh, on our team. Um, first, uh, Nimble uh, joined the team about six months ago. Mm-hmm. So I have uh, an eye condition that's quite rare called uh, choroidremia. So it's a degenerative uh, eye disease. Uh, so when I was young, uh, uh, lost night vision. Mm. And so grew up with that. And that's actually all I thought I had mm-hmm. uh, until I, was, I found out when I was 18 um, that there was going to be more symptoms. And, mm-hmm. and they've progressed since uh, about 21. I started to notice the peripheral shrinking. And mm. so now I have some tunnel vision um i have some vision and that vision is the tunnel vision that Mm -hmm. i that i have um it's not something i think about very often anymore um and and this uh, cute puppy down here (laughs) has really been a a real weight off my shoulders Mm -hmm. helping me not think about it Mm -hmm. um she gets me to where i need to go without worrying about bumping into things Mm -hmm. Uh, steps and other people and and uh, she's been a, an amazing addition to my life as uh, others around me keep keep uh, noticing I, and I pointing out <laughs> uh, and she comes with me everywhere and, and I'm so uh, happy and pumped that she can come to every type of event totally. everyone's so educated now mm-hmm. um, and so welcoming of a, a guide dog service mm-hmm. dog we were at a gala last night and there's a few hundred people there, and we mm-hmm. were weaving in and out of the people in the dark. And yeah. um, uh, just as soon as they see the dog, there's a yeah. smiling face. Of course. Where, whereas before, I, I used a cane mm-hmm. uh, occasionally, yeah. and the reaction was different. Oh, so yeah. having the puppy dog here with me is is awesome. Totally. Nice little blessing there. It's funny. Mm-hmm. It's, hard, it's hard to not see this little dog. You can walk in and not smile, right? People bring their yeah. best selves to you. And what, what a... What an advantage. It really it really is a really huge is. advantage. Mm-hmm. Uh, even like, you know, you go through, what are some of the most miserable places you can go? You go to a O'Hare, hospi- hospital oh, or yeah. an airport. <laughs> and, and people I love are Chicago, just, by the way. I'm just, the airport's not so good. <laughs> just, just the people working in those types of environments typically are having rough days and yes. they make you aware of that. Yeah. And but they can't help it when they see the dog mm-hmm. and they just immediately change their expression absolutely uh, usually anyways mm-hmm. and so uh sam um has been working with the team for a little over a year now mm-hmm. and she is uh my my right hand like she does uh so many things for me mm-hmm. and allows me to get to some of the mm-hmm. other stuff I, I may not have and definitely does some of the stuff that i am not good at mm-hmm uh, so good balance, right? Huge, huge good balance, and, and the importance of of the team. And don't worry, Sam, I'm not going to put the camera back on you again. She's like, "Come on, do yeah. I have to do this?" <laughs> but again, it, it's instrumental to say that you know, as a CEO of a successful company, it, it takes a team, right? It takes oh. this team, it takes the entire team in order to move forward. And um, the one thing I will say that that I I, I respect about you the most is your resilience and your perspective. 
your perspective and the fact that we all have challenges in life, right? We all have challenges. We all have so-called setbacks, right? And vision is one of those things where it's just, it can, if you lost your vision, it can break somebody down, right? Somebody, you know, has some sort of ailment or a back problem or, or knee surgery, Achilles, and all of a sudden they're just broken down. You, on the other hand, you have looked at this as a setup for something greater. You just say, man, it's opened up so many doors that I would not have, have had before. And you as an individual, I admire that so much about you. That positive mental attitude is so incredible. And, you know, that is something that you carry around with you wherever you go. And that's why I love the fact you have a show because somebody who has that mentality, it's important to spread that around mm-hmm. the world, man. It really is because there's people out there who do have vision problems, who might have the wrong perspective, who might think I'm limited. People out there who have, you know, vision challenges. You have an individual here who has a vision challenge and yet he looks at it as an opportunity and yet you still you know are doing everything just like you normally would seeking out adventures as you normally would and I think that's a beautiful thing to have my man thank you I mean I, I don't I don't uh, I don't think about it that way I, I, I mm. just never really consider it much mm-hmm. especially anymore of course yeah it just it is what it is we all have our own shit to deal with and and this is amen man it's my thing i can't change it totally so just accept it work yeah with it i love it man and it's, it's just an inspiration um to anybody who's facing any type of challenge and to look at somebody who's going through their own challenge and being able to keep a positive attitude about it i love that it is admirable my man it's very very admirable i've met many people and actually one of the um most inspirational things that I've done is uh, when I got to the point where my vision was um, would qualify me for Parasport. Mm. I joined Parasport, and at that time I was still battling a little bit with like you know worrying how bad it could be. Mm-hmm. It's never been. Somebody told me when I first learned about this, um, who did lose their vision, they mm. said it's never going to be as bad as you imagine it's going to be. Interesting. As you worry about it's going to be, and and that person was very right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so doing the para sports, you get to see a wide variety of people who've gone through all sorts of different adversities and thriving. Mm-hmm. And it, the, the barriers quickly melt away when you see a group of people just thriving. Absolutely. No matter what their obstacles are. Mm-hmm. So I love that. After after that experience, uh, never really thought about it much after. <laughs> Yeah, no excuses now. It's a great perspective, yeah. a truly great perspective. It's something that I, I think applies to absolutely everybody, right? We like to build things up in our mind, but in the end, it's never as bad as we think they are. Never is. Right. So I'd love to know what your vision is with the show. Right? We already know the path. We know we know where it's going. Um, we've already recorded, uh, again, being very transparent, we've already recorded a number of interviews. We still have some interviews to record. Right. Where do you see the show going, man? Like we're we're only in the pilot season, so where where do you see this thing going? How do you want to see this grow? You know, it, it's it's pivoted a few times since mm-hmm. we uh, came up with the initial uh, project mm-hmm. when you and I were sitting down, and each time we pivot, it becomes this bigger and more impactful platform mm-hmm. to use. And so, I mean, so far, I'm really pumped, and excited, and proud about the piece that we added um, about the after show. Yes, huge, Um, huge. So we're talking with the guests, figuring out how much impact they're having or or what they need. Um, 
and then we either two small men comes and helps them out mm-hmm. um, or we connect them with people we've met along the way mm-hmm. here and we're making one and one make three that's right yes and and that is so exciting mm-hmm the, and the, you know a couple more evolutions that we see or I see happening is um, I spoke to somebody who created this um, organization that was having a lot of impact mm-hmm. and then this person um, went through a very difficult event mm-hmm. and the organization is uh, struggling to find its direction now mm-hmm. um, but they said that they still have an army of volunteers ready and waiting Wow. And and that night, I woke up in the middle of the night, and I just had this um, ringing of, of that phrase, <laughs> army of volunteers, mm-hmm. running through my head. And so got up and sketched out a few ideas, uh, whiteboarded it, and, and uh, we have this idea of setting up a platform mm. for volunteers and connecting them with organizations that need help. Mm-hmm. Uh, and making taking down the barriers to volunteer, making it um, uh, all the obstacles mm-hmm. away from figuring out how to mm-hmm. and how much time it's going to take and where best to spend their time to be really connected with their purpose and the organization's purpose. Mm-hmm. So we're flushing that out right now. And then and then the other part of it is is right now we're just doing Winnipeg. That's right. And and we want to go countrywide. Amen, man. We, we want to have a bunch of these going every year. The cool thing with this is that you're using the show as a platform, a springboard to drive real change. And we used Shark Tank, Dragon's Den as inspiration, as stimulus for us to say, how can we do that? And so one of the things that you're going to see with the show is it's not just a show and I know a lot of people create shows for, for self-serving reasons, you know, to promote their company, promote their brand. And when I first started talking about the show, you were not interested in promoting the brand. You're like, this is something greater than the brand. I'm mm-hmm. actually just trying to drive betterment in our community. So I don't care about metrics to do with brand awareness or, or how much more business we got out of this. And that's why I got into it. And that's why I got, I got behind this project was right. because you're trying to drive change. And so it's cool that when people sit and watch each episode, they're going to get introduced to these leaders, these members, these contributors. And as the, the conversation flows, we're going to find ways that either two small men can contribute to them, but then to challenge them to contribute to the community. So as you follow along and you get to know each of these individuals, in future shows, we're going to show, hey, this is what two small men was able to accomplish. But here's also what these community leaders were able to do. Yeah. Here's how you know, the help that two small men provided helped this, this, this community organization or how it helped this individual live their purpose even more. And it's a show that is, I get cold shivers when I talk about it. Like, seriously, I do, because we're driving change. We're driving betterment. At the very beginning, we talked about government driving change. No, man, like government drives change for sure, but we can drive change. Yeah, and if this is acting as a spark, man, it's, it's incredible. We're, we're hoping that, and I know this is early on, but part of the grand vision is that the community of Big Hearts will become a recognizable brand that businesses will value being a part of. Mm-hmm. And then the community of Big Hearts uh, will loan our brand mm-hmm. uh, to those businesses that are following through on their commitments. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll allow them to um, use our brand and logo, mm-hmm. um, but there'll be an accountability process to make sure that That's they right. are 
Uh, number one, honoring their commitments to service the community through their experience yes. and, and skill set. And number two, and this is important as well, that their staff gets engaged in the community. They do the 1% mm. commitment. Love it. So those are the two pieces that we're going to end up rolling out with all the businesses that um, end up pledging mm-hmm. on the show. Absolutely. And even outside the show. That's yeah. right. And um, as we continue on with the show, um, we're going to grow. It takes time to realize that vision. Right. It takes a lot of patience. But with every interview, with every connection, with every new interaction that you and I share about how we're going to grow the show, um, we always want to get new inspiration from individuals. So as you watch or as you listen, whether you're listening on podcasts, you're watching on YouTube or, or watching online, um, we want to know from you. Give us ideas. We want to hear from you. Yeah. Give us ideas in terms of how we can contribute more to the community. If you know of a community leader who is driving change in their community, let us know. If you know of a community member who all of a sudden was inspired and started to drive change one day, introduce us to them. If you know of a con- community contributor who started up an initiative, a small program, uh, a not-for-profit, an association, introduce us to them. Because that that inspiration that's the fuel that's driving the community of big hearts and we want to meet them so again uh, at the very front and end of this at the bumper at the very end of this we're going to say email Stu directly and we put his email right out there it's Stu at two small men.com yep. email Stu make the introduction and uh, we would love to um, go through some of the people that you have as suggested guests and talk to them and see how we can help, but also see how they can help their community. And we're going to challenge them because, you know, if one of the greatest joys is giving back and by giving truly. back, it, by, yeah, by giving back, it truly makes other people, it makes them feel wealthy. And I'll tell you, in some of my lowest points, when I was at my lowest, I gave back and it always filled me up and it made me feel more grateful for, for, for what I have and what I was able to accomplish. So that's well, the call to action for everyone out there. One of the other things I want to mention is uh, through this process, of talking with these guests and and telling my friends, family, and community about it, I've had a lot of people offer to donate, to offer money mm. to the community of Big Hearts. And right now, right. we don't want that. Mm-hmm. Um, we, If you're interested in giving, which is what we're trying to do is inspire to give, find somebody in the community that your special talents is going to go a long way to helping, to yes. have impact. Um, reach out to us. We would love to, if you're a business, um, let you use our branding, mm-hmm. the Community of Big Hearts on your website. Brag about mm-hmm. that this inspired you to do it so we can continue to get some credit for what we're doing here and continue to snowball this this effect of community giving. Absolutely. So, I love yeah. it. Well, that's... Uh pilot episode zero zero our uh first guest Stu starkey that was not not that painful right it's pretty that was, good that was amazing thank you ryan <sighs> there we R- go ryan was talking about uh my energy but uh it pales in comparison to <laughs> producer ryan here uh he brings me up so there we go thank you ryan perfect hey you're welcome you know what it is it's just a ton of sugar in this water <laughs> just sugar water i don't drink coffee i'm just kidding no <laughs> uh but anyways that is the very first episode of the community of big hearts with Stu starkey and uh it's a true pleasure having you uh, with us please subscribe please uh share like comment let us know what you think Mm. and uh, we can't wait to engage with you online but in any case again thank you so much for tuning in we'll catch you next week thank you for tuning into this week's episode of the community of big hearts with Stu starkey if you know someone in your community who is a leader doing great things and driving change 
a contributor who is on a passionate mission to help their community through a nonprofit or a foundation, or a community member just doing their part to make their community a better place. Please send Stu an email and let him know, and maybe they can be featured on a future episode of the Community of Big Hearts. You can email Stu at Stu at twosmallmen.com. Again, that's Stu at twosmallmen.com. Thank you again for listening.